0: Oh, and we are back and coming to us from what looks to be everybody's first apartment once they graduate from college, L. Duncan. My first question, where the hell are you?
1: Yeah, Um. our producers, as we say hello and welcome to the L. Duncan show with Gary Streisky, our producers go, oh. Where in Florida are you? I am not in Florida. I am in downtown Atlanta, which is why this Margaritaville theme is is interesting. It's a hotel that is not a Margaritaville hotel but has one underneath it. And I've oh. stayed here before and I think I just got maybe the Jimmy Buffett floor because the other places yes. that I have stayed other rooms in this place, a lot of marble, a lot of like it almost is like a like too much marble, and this is the opposite. And uh, of course, if you're not watching, if you're just listening, all you need to know is that perched right over my shoulder is an entire Margaritaville machine, and it's sitting on a driftwood table. It has a hey, turquoise hey. couch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: The design aesthetic of the room that you're coming to us from is basically all the leftovers from the actual themed rooms. Cause you, it looks like you're sitting in a quicker chair. Yeah. Okay. I am above your left shoulder. It looks like there's two Adirondacks overlooking yeah. the ocean. Mm-hmm. Um, over your right shoulder seems to be Last Fall's collection yeah. of the Magnolia uh, collection. Chip and Joanna Gaines, um, and then of course just a chair from IKEA or a couch from IKEA. So they checked a they checked a lot of design elements. Um, for your for your room there, L.
1: Yeah, well, the picture is depicting paradise. It's close for me uh, because right out my window, I am gazing upon a Waffle House. So, oh. you know, who needs the Adirondacks when you've got a Waffle House and an overpriced wing spot? And that is pretty mm. much Atlanta in one small tiny thing. You know what, Gary? As we come to you from Atlanta, Georgia, I'm here for the Celebration Bowl, by the way. Uh, which is, is. for those of you that don't know, it is the HBCU's national championship. Uh, FCA schools don't have a proper one, but these HBCU schools, it's the winner of the MiAC, the winner of the SWAC. They face each other, and they're crowned the national champion for HBCUs. This year, it's FAMU and Howard. Uh, So, yeah, that's why I'm here. But in similar ways to every time we travel, Gary, the sports world just sporting right now. I mean, there is apparently... A mad dash for balls. Hello? Just the one. We've got a 24-year-old claiming that he's too old for life. Yep. And, of course, it's that time of the year where we go, is that a real bowl game? But you know what? We're going to couch all that because we're going to start with the suspension heard around the world. Draymond Green. Slap! slacked Gerber with an indefinite suspension for his smack of Yusuf Nurkic.
0: Mm -hmm. I like that they used the word indefinite. It seems like it carries more brevity, but it's also the NBA trying to pinpoint the number to which um, would be justifiable here in Draymond, the habitual line stepper that he is for telling Yusef Nurkic, what did the five fingers say to the face? <laughs> Slap! Just another incident on his CVS receipt of incidences, um, not just this season. This is his second suspension. Of course, we got the choke out of the Stifle Tower just but a couple of weeks ago. Um, his umpteenth technical, his umpteenth ejection. Oh, this is this is problematic for a Warriors team who in years past when Draymond has shown off his antics, it's okay because they're winning and yes, he's part of that integral big three. But like Clay and Steph and KD at the time, they could they could carry on about him. But like Draymond is is a pivotal piece for this Warriors team who's sub five hundred and again stumbling out of the gates early in the season.
1: So Draymond, to me, is like a textbook case of an invincibility complex. Like, There's always a a part of your personality. And when your friends or people that care about you or coworkers or colleagues, people that protect you, your circle of trust, if you will, when they sort of come to terms with who you are, they tend to make excuses for that. And they tend to write off what could be deemed actual problematic behavior with, that's just Draymond being Draymond. And here's my thing. I've always kind of been anti-like... You know what is wrong with draymond i'm like draymond we all have a draymond in our life or played against one like he's an agitator that's what he does it's like a big part of his game get under your skin um he's incredibly emotional he's a guy that is very motivated off that chip on the shoulder mentality as well um he just sort of like is like that is a function of his personality i think it's been a big part of his game i think it's why steve kerr for the last couple of years has always sort of not made excuses but at least talked about that part of it as it relates to Draymond, but it's now just getting to a point where you're like, you know, this man needs actual help. Like just to, his impulse control is a problem. I like, like, I don't mind the technicals. That kind of stuff is, is not okay, or is, is fine with me. Um, but even Steve Kerr last year, when he stepped on uh, Demontis Sabonis' chest and was suspended for that, he was like, you know, I appreciate sort of the fiery thing that Draymond plays with. Uh, he's like, but we we gotta like, we gotta get to a point where he's not being violent. You know, he was like, I don't I don't mind the chippiness, the yelling, the you know, chesting up, like all that. I don't mind. He's like, but the violence is a problem. And we saw that with Jordan Poole, of course, which happened last year. And the thing is, is after Jordan Poole, Gary Draymond says, you know, I'm going to take some time. I'm going to work on myself. He's been suspended four times since then, just since then. And this is happening because largely the Warriors have said, this is the part of you that we are fine with. Like we've come to terms with this is who you are and we're okay with it. Hence that $100 million contract that he got over the summer when they chose him over Jordan Poole, rightfully so, by the way. Um, But I do think that they are enabling him, the Warriors. And I wonder when it's going to get to a point where you go, there is something here that's happening, and it's not just, you know, sort of what Rashid Wallace said is, you know, the Pistons, and he was informed by then and how he grew up, and he was in that locker room, and there's something that's going on with Draymond that is incredibly self-destructive, and he lacks any impulse control, and for someone that's been in trouble as much as he have, that's, that's, that's a problem.
0: Yeah, I think he lacks a ton of accountability, too. I mean, even... The post game after he said, hey, you know, I don't apologize for anything that I intended to do, but I did slap Yusef in the face.
2: As you know, I'm not one to apologize for things I meant to do, but I do apologize to Yusef um, because I didn't intend to hit him. Uh, I sell calls with my arms. I don't fall or to sell a call. i don't I'm not a flopper. So I was just selling the call because he was grabbing me
1: and pulling my hip back. So I spun away, and unfortunately, I hit him.
3: And so, like I said, I apologize.
0: So, I mean, this is Draymond saying, you know, he doesn't apologize for things that he that he's he means to do, but he didn't mean to strike Yusef in the face because he oftentimes sells his calls with his arms, and he's very flaily with his body. And I just think that, like, I don't know as a 30 something dude there just has to be a, just an accountability factor where yeah dude i hit him i can't control myself uh i got a i got a bit of a of a violent streak to me when i feel like i'm wronged or when i want to retaliate like that's his way of retaliating because it's not in the box score um it's 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 with physicality that hasn't been checked so dude needs to get checked but i don't know and i don't want to compare the two because they're they're seeking help with in different ways but when john morant had to step away because he had all the social media issues and he's still obviously away from the team and of course the alleged gun incidents i don't want this to be framed as like oh now all of a sudden draymond green's been in the league for a dozen years oh now he has to be suspended indefinitely because now he needs help and because it is indefinite i just struggle to Except that when he comes back, oh, it's just going to be this cure-all. We're never going to see Draymond lash out again. So I think it's, I think I think the NBA's intentions are okay, but I think it's a, I think it's a, it's a wobbly foundation that I think that they're they're framing the suspension.
1: In. Because you think they should be more firm with what this is, I think they just aren't really dealing with a case like they haven't really dealt with a case like this. I mean, where a guy just repeatedly keeps getting suspended consistently, mm-hmm. right? um And to your point, the accountability factor. What did he say after he stepped on Sabonis's chest? He said, uh, "I got to land my foot somewhere."
0: <laughs> yeah, I got to put my foot somewhere. Yeah. Okay, it's
1: like listen, it like
0: ninety-four li- feet right, of like, NBA court that right. you could have used. <laughs>
1: He's like, my hand needed a rest. Of course, I was gonna rest on Rudy Gobert's (laughs) neck. I mean, what do you want me to do? Um, I just, I don't think that they know exactly what they're dealing with here. Like, Ja is incredibly problematic because all of his issues happen off the court um, and so, you know, the NBA could even, and maybe Jaws camp could maybe even write it off as like bad influence, which they've tried to do, or, uh, the idea that he doesn't feel safe. That's sort of been the thing that John, his people have been circling around. Jaw doesn't feel safe because of who he is outside of that arena. I think Draymond's issues like are exclusively inside the arena. It's the hotheaded nature of how he plays. And it is difficult to tell someone to change and be different. And especially when they've done it for this long and to such great success and he has been so integral uh, with what the Warriors have done, but I'd like to believe that he is better than, and they're better than thinking or limiting what he does for that team to being this guy. You know, like, I've got to believe there's more to Draymond than just being this guy, and that there is a delineation that he can somewhere make between keeping all of that same sort of edge that you want from Draymond, Whilst also just being a little bit more aware of of his situation that he's in. Because again, like you just you just keep doing the same thing over and over. And I don't know exactly, you know, what result you're expecting. But because we are a really positive show, because we like to spin things positively, we well, were thinking, Gary. Now me. that now that he's got all of this time on his <laughs> hand, I was thinking anyway. hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he's like you're positive you literally have a whole brand about making fun of
0: people some man take the l it's not called take the W. <laughs>
1: <laughs> l is for love take this love okay that I'm that's true
0: open but to now, interpretation
1: but now that draymond is going to be home indefinitely probably at least through the holidays i got to thinking oh maybe draymond can channel all of that frustration creatively and make a Christmas album. Tis the season, L. Okay, so of course, this Christmas album is gonna have a little bit of a Draymond theme because the dude likes to scrap. Are we ready? Pop.
0: pop. Yep. I'm gonna I'm sing ready.
1: it. I'm gonna sing it too. Yes. Oh
2: come, all ye fighters, angry and disrupt fool. Oh come, all ye fighters to Golden State.
0: Well, I can't sing mine because you had a record deal and I didn't. So y'all will know these holiday hits. Deck your balls with, mm, 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 fa-la-la-la-la-la, kick your dick. Okay. (laughs) I think we're going to have to bleep that out. I actually,
1: I actually, I have a remix of that
0: one. Oh. Okay. Okay.
2: Deck the halls with vows of fury. Fa la 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 <laughs> la la la. Spicy like a Thai red curry. Fa la la, la 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 la.
0: Hey. I love curry. That's good. That's good. My personal favorite Christmas song comes by way of sync with a Draymond remix.
2: Okay.
0: And this is just the title of the song. I'm not gonna sing you a hook, but Merry Christmas, happy holla Dre.
2: Oh, Okay. You know what I'm Happy saying? Happy Holidre. Happy
0: Happy, Christmas. Halladray. Happy Halladray. There you go. That's that's the one. That's the one in yeah. sync. What's your, side note, what is your favorite Christmas song?
1: Uh, favorite Christmas song is maybe, maybe um, hey, Last Christmas or This Christmas by Donnie Hathaway, because I'm basic.
0: You? The Last Christmas or This Christmas. Merry Christmas by In Sync. Close second. Mistletoe by Justin Bieber. Okay. Oh, Segway, Draymond Green, missile, elbow.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> How about this? <laughs> on the 12 days, spin, Did my true love gave to me <laughs> free yeah. therapy?
0: That's really good because I hear therapy is expensive. It so is. Free 99. Damn, that's a good price, El. you. <laughs> All right, hold on. Let me see. Ah, uh-uh. Feliz Navi dead.
2: Okay. Feliz Navi
0: dead. <laughs> Just straight to the point, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, then Just the straight song's to over. the point with Draymond. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay.
2: Nurkic, the red nose center. Oh, that's good. Had a very shiny nose. That's after poor old Draymond decided to throw some bows
0: like a fighter <laughs> <laughs> like McGregor <laughs> I, I, I don't know any other UFC fighters actually yes I do but none that rhyme with that jingle okay um <clears throat> grandma got ran over and Draymond was behind the wheel all
1: right that doesn't <laughs> even rhyme
0: it doesn't even rhyme L? You're the musically gifted one, okay? You have to sing the period. beginning
1: and then just, you know, Grandma got Okay, what about
0: over. this? What about this? What about this?
1: Uh-huh.
0: All I want for Christmas is to knock out your two front teeth.
2: Oh, that's good. Your two front teeth. Okay. okay, it's, it's yep. you. Yep. It, yep. Well done. Yep. Okay. Silent fight Lost my Quack. Why All oh, was calm all was fine in your version you didn't try but we saw the tapes you're a goddamn lie
0: (laughs) yo you wrote whole verses correct (laughs) i just reimagined song titles yeah
1: so are we is this Uh. the first time that we're acknowledging that i go the extra mile and you don't
0: (laughs) well L. Uh, I just know my strengths and I know my weaknesses. <laughs> I'm a headline writer. Okay. You are a story. Right? I'm a headline writer. Mm-hmm. You're a story. You're a body writer. Okay. I'm a headline writer. Gotcha.
1: So you and do, together, you like, name you the name song. That? I write the chorus and the verse. Boom. And the thing is, we would still Boom. get the same amount of writing credit, and that sucks.
0: Well, because what's the most important thing about any story in the newspaper? The headline It's the intention. It grabber, is 100%. Okay? And then you stick around for the substance. Unless you're R.L. Stein, who describes a story has three parts, a beginning, a middle, and a twist.
1: <laughs> We've talked about our adoration for R.L.
0: Stein. I love R.L. Stein.
3: The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely.
1: There's something else that's quite scary in the league right now beyond all the feistiness. I mean, it's the holiday season and Draymond's fighting and here goes our boy. Jokic is getting kicked out of games for just like, Kind of maybe I honestly I think he's just getting kicked out for being Eastern European looking. All right, here's the sitch. Gary, give them who is fighting over one singular ball.
0: All right. I'm gonna give you the I'm gonna give you the deets, the who, what, when, where, why, and sometimes H, which is how. We're in Milwaukee. Giannis sets a new career high in route to also setting a franchise uh record with a 64 point performance against the Indiana Pacers. Yeah. Give me that historic rock. I'm putting it right next to my NBA Finals MVP, NBA Trophy, all my All Star recognitions. I want that new record setting ball. Bam! You know who else wanted that ball, though? A man who didn't score 64 points. A man who, according to his coach, Rick Carlisle, wanted the ball because he scored how many points? Why does that sound plural? It's a point. Oscar Shibwe, the yeah. rookie, yeah. registered his first NBA bucket. It was a free throw. And to commemorate that, the Pacers wanted the game ball to go to the rookie, Oscar Shibwe. Yeah, And Giannis was like, you have got to be on the weed, man, to channel our Stephen A. Smith. I want that ball. Pacers were like, nope, Oscar Shibwe gets the ball. Therein lies the issue. Yeah, they like, yeah. give me the ball. Pacers like, nope. Now we got to fight.
1: Yeah, they're scrapping in the bowels of the of the arena. Her forum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're getting after it. Here's my the biggest problem that I have with this story is that Giannis, in his attempt to be humble, we love Giannis because he's so like sort of humble and like an everyman guy, despite the fact that he's like super rich and famous and not relatable on any level to any of us at all. But he comes off that way. And in okay. his bid to be like, I'm a every man guy, he didn't at all say he was upset because he wanted the ball for himself. He says claims he's pissed for his guy Damian Lillard. So so it's a new development for me L. Yes, Gary. He claims he was devastated for Damian Lillard because Damian Lillard got a three-pointer that moved him past Kyle Korver for fifth on the all-time three-point list. And he's like, it's my guy, it's Cal Corver. Like, he bit Cal Corver. Do you hear how horrible yeah. his
0: accent is? I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, no. You, it's you bad.
1: Like,
0: yeah, it's, you sound like... It's bad. Like Nikola Jokic's family member. Yeah, <laughs> like, I
2: sound like I Nikola
1: Jokic's family trying to make fun of Tommy DeVito. It's like, oh, all yeah, bad. Th- it's not... Yeah, I think so. Woof. Uh, but basically, he's saying this isn't about him at all. This is about Damian Lillard being... Fifth on the all-time list, not about his own personal record. That's what's annoying to me. Shut, Giannis, that's not true. Just say it. Just be like, listen, this was a career high for me. This was a franchise record for the organization that I love. I want that ball. But instead, he's like, uh, no, it's for, it's for Damien. How could we do this to Damien? And that's just silly. I also, as silly as it sounds, can sort of relate to this because this kind of happened to me. Yeah. It's Eva's, my daughter, it's her first birthday. It's going to be her first birthday. We are also at my husband's family reunion and his uncle is turning, I don't know, 75, something like that. His uncle's birthday is not the same day as Eva's, fortunately, but they want to have a party for the uncle the same day as eva's first birthday Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm,
1: and in my mind i'm like this is my daughter's first birthday this is the biggest milestone ever i mean yeah okay it's just one year it's not 75 years but one year is pretty impressive especially because i'm the one that had to keep her alive that's a freaking win dude
0: this is a celebration for you
1: yes this is for me duh let me have this little party let me go all out. Let me let me do the tent in the park. Let me cater it. Like, let me do this. And at the time, I just remember them sort of being like, okay, well, the older family is not really like impressed with a one-year-old's birthday when they've made it like 75 years. So, like that's a bigger milestone. Like making it 75 years, way bigger milestone than you just sort of laying there for a year, right? You just kind of laid around for a year. You didn't really do shit. We don't think that's really like a huge celebration territory. And I felt the total and complete opposite. Now, of course, hindsight being 2020 and looking back, it's dumb as hell. No one cares about a one-year-old's birthday party except its parents. Nobody. No one. But at the time, it was significant to me. So I could see how if you're Oscar Sheewe, who knows? That could be a Hall of Fame career. That ball could be worth big money one day. You think Giannis has the ball from his very first game? I bet he does. So you can understand why if you're Oscar, that is significant for you. That is something that you want. I mean, I am, you know.
0: I'm with that. I'm I'm, I'm that. a little
1: bit wondering why they didn't just, you know, do what I always do with my kids and lie to them. Why don't you just tell Giannis that was the game ball and give him another one? In fact, he claims they did, Gary. He claims he knows True. the difference between the game ball and the ball they gave him because of the feel. And he says they did not give him the game ball.
0: I 100% trust that. Just how Steph can find dead spots in a court. We've seen LeBron James using that ball a couple of days ago that uh, they spilt on it, but he liked the tackiness and he could tell. Uh, so I 100% got Giannis's back on he can tell whether or not that was the ball. My follow-up to the party here is, I feel like we can draw very many parallels with one-year-olds and 75-year-olds because one, both of them, both of them, to be honest with you, probably just laid around all year and did nothing. Okay. I'm guessing, okay? Two- the food, gonna be the same. Okay. A one-year-old and a 75-year-old, they they like soft food. All okay? right, I mean,
1: I they're mean,
0: not li- 90, Gary. Well, I mean, I, I, 75, listen, quarter century. Gary's so, like,
1: one-year-old, 75-year-olds, both in diapers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that too. 75 year old somebody always got to watch them somebody always got to make sure that they're good and they're they're cared for and everybody is tending to their needs just like a one-year-old this party could have drawn so does draw so many parallels that if the decorations were neutral it w- it could have been Eva's party and it could have been uh Uncle Omar's party but yeah I digress
1: yeah so you think we should have just combined the parties and had a real rager 1 to 75 everyone welcome.
0: Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. just just play a game like, hey, the one-year-old and the 75-year-olds, who's got more teeth? Okay, all right. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like super warped with you know what my you- age after it gets past like 65.
1: Clearly. I'm like, I don't know what exactly. There are lots of 75-year-olds running around right now They could still kick your ass on anything. And you know what? Yeah, you probably right. Maybe it's because I'm older than you. But I feel like at some point, by like
0: two years.
1: Yeah, but still, I've already reached 40. I've hit a milestone. Yeah, well, I've hit four, a nine, milestone. Four. And I feel like as you get older, just the total and complete disrespect from the youngsters, it just has to stop. You know, it has to stop. 75 year olds are living a robust life. My father in law is 75 years old, he's still throwing up. Weights. he's still chesty. This dude has a chest to marvel at. I swear to God. He's still out here doing all kinds of stuff, woodworking, whatevs. Now, he will also tell you that he feels it a lot more now because getting older sucks in many ways. And we actually have an NBA player who's experiencing that in real time, and that's one Luka Doncic, who I'm definitely big eye-rolling because he had this to say about just feeling a little run down after playing the Lakers.
0: Yeah, I don't know how I play. I slept very little today. Everything hurts. Yeah, I'm getting old, man. Hey, Gare Bear, Ooh, just a quick the check. 24-year-old.
1: Thank you. He's How old is, is Luca?
0: 24 mm-hmm. years old, not years young, apparently.
1: Saying that he's feeling his age at 24 years old, and I'm just over here 16 years in the future wanting to throw eggs at his face. You've got no idea how good that liver is, how good that spine is, them knees, them hips, your shoulders. I've got arthritis in my elbow, why?
0: The ability to bounce back in your 20s, I say the youth is wasted on the young, I'm telling you, because y'all don't know how good you have it until you don't have it anymore. Mm -hmm. And when you don't have it anymore is the day you hit 30. So mark my words, so help me God. (laughs) 30, everything, your internal clock is just like, it's time to slow down, ladies and gents. It's time to downshift and let gravity and God take control. <laughs> yeah.
1: There is a, there's always like that really uncomfortable conversation too that your doctor inevitably has with you where they really are tiptoeing around you just being like old. Um, yeah. I went to my doctor for something. And I was like complaining about some pains and just concerned like, do I need to get MRIs on this? Should I have like a scan? Like, you know, I always, I always kind of go all the way to the worst case scenario. Like, could this be cancer? Could this be, you know... Um, and he's, he's really trying to have this conversation with me. And finally, he got to a point where he was like, okay. So the thing is, when we when we reach a certain age, our body just doesn't like heal that quick. And also, just in general, things are going to just feel a little softer, a little harder, a little just less good in general. And so you're just, I was like, so you're telling me I just have to like learn to live with this because my body's just old and breaking down. And he was basically like, yeah, like lean in girl, because all of these issues are not real issues. They just come with being old. And it begs the question, Gary, when did you know? What were your indicators that you were fully entrenched and washed? Should we do it as a starting five? Your top five start. indicators that you are old and washed.
0: Well, it's funny that you mentioned the doctor thing because for the first time ever in my life, I'm 36, and a couple months ago, I did go to the doctor just to get my annual checkup, and that's when he did breach the topic, and I, it's very important for men's health. He was like, all right, a couple more years. Cool. Check out that prostate. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I Colonoscopy. was like, doc, this is a conversation for... A couple years from now, but I appreciate you putting it on my radar. And he yeah. was like, "Oh yeah, it's on your, it's in your orbit." And we're not talking like the furthest planet away from the sun. We're talking Earth. We're like the third rock from the sun. We're getting closer. Oh yeah, we're he's perked the
1: date. He's like, Gary, I can't wait to stick my finger up your butt.
0: <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, basically. Yeah. So that's a that's definitely an honorable mention. Okay. I think, and I hope you can agree with this one. Uh, top five signs that I'm getting old. What are the best kind of plans when you're 30 or older? Cancelled plans. Yeah. All right. You know, I love that. You do a full I dance. Love, I love. You can. Al- you can I always tell
1: what's it. going to happen too, because both sides start doing a very like. If you want, we can still yeah. leave tonight. <laughs> if that's still what you want to do, you know, or yeah. you'll say something like, "You go ahead and you try to like muddy the waters." You'll be like. Hey, girl, just checking in because it's so freezing and cold outside. I was just wondering <laughs> if you still – you try to plant that seed of doubt yeah, in your yeah, yeah. head. Yeah, it's the best. I
2: like just that be one. like, yo,
0: I saw on Instagram. You're still at work. Like, yeah. like it's cool. No pressure at all. You don't have all. to, yeah. Like, you doing your thing. Like, let's reschedule it. <laughs> all
1: right, number five, a canceled plan. How about this? When you make noises whenever you move. Yeah. Like, I do it all the time, whether
0: internally or audibly. Just
1: all the time. You're just everything you do is just. A,
0: <laughs>
1: you know, it just, and you can't help I it. Mean, it just,
0: it just comes out of you. It's instinctive. I, mean, I think that's a symptom of the chair you're sitting in. You're sitting on just wicker. I am. I mean, it's yeah. it's great for the design element, but um, I have one that happened to me. This actually happened to me a couple of years ago and you're familiar i think with your denver ties ks 1075 it's the hip-hop station and it's uh it's the station i listened to growing up and i used to uh, every weekend or every night they would play back in the day cafe which is just throwback jams and when i was growing up it was like 80s 90s rap yeah and the first time they're like all right it's time now for the back in the day cafe Here's 50 cent in the club. I was like, what do oh, you mean wow. back in the day cafe 50 cent in the club? Yeah. So when your music and your movies and your styles start now becoming the throwbacks, the back in the day stuff. Oh yeah. That was a that was that was one of the first indications that I'm like getting old.
1: That's a good one. When you become easy listening, you're like, "No, I used to rage with this. Like why is this on the vintage classic throwback channel?" Um okay, I've got one. You preemptively have to start taking pills just to enjoy your favorite food, right? You have to be like, well, now they said they wanted to go get some Mexican, so I need to grab my Pino, and I probably should get my Antacids, and there could be some cheese. I'm gonna go ahead and grab my Lactades too. When your purse or pockets are stuffed with potions and elixirs to quell whatever your body is going to do to the food it's going to consume, you're old.
0: Damn, you know I will say, and it's one of my one of my last remaining bragging points is whatever I got going on internally. My stomach is a fort. <laughs> nothing, nothing hurts me. Nothing has hurt me. Fortunately, I don't have to do like, I'm not the lactose person. I'm not the spicy person. I could do it all. I could do it all at the same time. Wow. So Elle, I'll, I'll let you know when I cross that, that, uh, that, that rainbow bridge, okay. so to speak. Here we go. Um, I got one or two more. Ah, Speaking of canceled plans, if plans are actually going to happen, here's what I need. I need to know when it starts. If it starts too late, I'm not going. I What's need to too know late? When. What's too late? It depends on the season. But basically, let's say 7 o'clock is a good start time. If it starts 8 p.m. and later, chances are I'm not pulling up. And it's also a symptom of my work schedule because like Friday morning, I wake up at 3.30. So mm-hmm. like I know mine is a little bit skewed. But if it starts past 8 p.m., I'm gonna have to let that one go.
1: I think that's why the best uh thing to ever happen to old people like us was brunches. If I can day drink, yeah. still take a nap, or just day drink, and then still be like somewhat of a productive parent enough to get my kids like to bed and I can be in bed by 10 o'clock, that's a productive yeah. day. Like I felt like I got to yes. sort of do ratchet things with my friends and also be a parent, day drinking. Like that is the 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 soul for all of those things. Here's another yeah, one. Up, this yeah. just happened to me here at the Celebration Bowl. Oh, now you're gonna know this reference because we're practically the same age. I'm shouting out to the players this list of like the all you know conference team. You know, hey, uh, yeah. where's Isaiah Majors? And every time I would say their name, the rest of the team would shout out their nickname. You know? Yeah, yeah. You know, they're uh, me. This this. So I say. Blah, blah blah broken burr and they're like whatever his nickname was and i go maybe it's because i'm from atlanta but there feels like a very obvious burr here Brr. crickets no, silence no. i go wait oh my god you guys don't like you guys don't like gucci
0: oh my god
1: crickets and then they were like nah do, man do They
0: know they didn't do they know they like
1: they, they like knew who he was he was like their parents so then, of course, then I, like, really make them mad, and I'm like, well, Gucci is who y'all's mamas used to be shaking ass in the club too." so.
0: <laughs> like, that's how y'all were made. Correct. They're okay. like, not my mom." It mama. was a night like, that no, started with right. Gucci Maine. Yes,
1: your mom's the one mom in the whole entire country that didn't dance to that song. Sure, 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 sure. So I think. Gucci! When young people don't understand your references anymore, and when you watch the VMAs and can't identify 90% of the people, you're old.
0: I actually just did that as sort of a test for myself to see if I can identify like the top 10 artists on the Billboard top 40 right now. And it was like a half kill rate, like Taylor Swift, Olivia Rodrigo. But there was a couple names in there. I was like, I don't know if this is the artist or the song. (laughs) And I'm familiar and I'm familiar. Her name is
1: Beyonce. (laughs) (laughs) Hey,
0: You better stop because I know the beehive is watching and listening everywhere all right they know how to use social media they're
1: coming for you
0: <laughs> damn we're old huh yeah
1: it's just a little yeah. bit washed
0: not well seasoned well seasoned yeah okay
1: yeah Mar- we've been marinating for a long time that's what i like to tell you know we're like awesome buco. Right. like you just gotta right. marinate us forever and then roast us up
0: which is what they had at the michael scott dinner party They did. It only needs to to braise for three more hours. It was 10 o'clock. That's one of those situations. I was like, y'all, I got to turn in. I got to wake up early, which like having that early sports center schedule is such a blessing in so many ways. Like that's been my out for so many things. Sure.
1: Yeah. It will be your, it will be your excuse until you have kids and then they're, they're built in excuse. They're the best built in excuse of all time. You know, all you do is just, you know, nary a mention of a sniffle, a sneeze or a stomach flu. And people are like, please don't come.
3: Again, try Jet's signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be.
0: Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI
3: It's the most wonderful time of the year. Mm-hmm.
1: Football's going to be going away soon in the next couple of months, but until then, you can get your fill. I mean, you can literally sit in it because we've got so many bowl games coming your way. How many, Gear Bear?
0: Forty, three of them. 43 bowl
1: games. Wow.
0: 43 starting Saturday and not ending until that national champion is crowned on January 8th of next year. So, Correct. do the math, that's like damn near 3 straight weeks of bowl game yeah. football from coast to coast and some coasts and areas that I didn't even know existed and couldn't point out on a map if my life depended on it.
1: Yeah, I enjoy that part. That's what's always fun about the basketball tournament too. You're like, where's that school? What's that in? We like to play, can you guess the state or vicinity? Um, So if you are a historian or if you've done any research, bowl games back in the day just used to have like really simple names, the salad bowl or the whatever bowl, right? Now, of course, we've got sponsorships, we've got creativity, we've got marketing teams and they come up with all kinds of names. Um, and so we're going to play a little game here called, is it a fake bowl or is it a real bowl? Paul, you can yep. play along at home and then brag as to how many more you knew than us and how you should take our job. That's fine. Yep. Um, but Gary is going to ask me some of these and I'm going to do my best to uh, to see if I know them.
0: Okay, fantastic. And if you guys are listening or watching, I did not come up with that headline or the game title because that was, that was pretty straightforward. Is it a real bowl game, or is it a fake game? Real or fake? Okay, um, here we go. I've compiled my list. You're down at the Celebration Bowl, so I'm going to have to go ahead and not include that one, but this one should be easy. Real bowl or fake bowl? The Crock-Pot Dinner Bowl. Fake. Are you sure, and is that your final answer? That's my final answer. Okay, you're right.
1: I know. I was like zero chance. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How
0: about this? The wasabi bowl.
1: That's too generic. Wasabi is just a thing. It's not a it's not like a sponsored thing. No. That no, that's fake.
0: Oh. It's like having a well, bowl
1: of wasabi.
0: Well, I have some good news and I have some bad news. Uh, one, it's a real bowl. <gasps> Two, I left out the actual title which is the wasabi fenway bowl but obviously that would have given it, given away. it
1: away okay all so right so we're not doing necessarily bowl. sponsors here we're just because you don't want to tip them away all right
0: so yeah wasa- yeah so wait
1: wait wait the wasabi bowl is in boston
0: yeah sure is Homer sure baked
1: beans wasabi
0: sure is sure is smu taking on bc inside Fenway Park At the all park. right the okay. green monster ain't gonna be the only one the only thing that's green on okay where's the
1: connection got it all right I think Next. that's
0: this Saturday yeah. okay what about this the sofa King cushion bowl <laughs> this is a good one real the sofa King cushion bowl is not real okay. <laughs> i was like <laughs> i just i just really need the homies to make sure that graphic spells out sofa and king so that way you don't have to bleep me out <laughs> so- sofa king. king cushion bowl okay so so far you are two for one two and one okay the famous toastery bowl toastery yep
1: Okay, when you said the famous, I thought you were going to go the famous Idaho potato
0: bowl, which is a very that real bowl. That would have given away the state and the bowl.
1: That is a very real bowl. Wondery? Wondery is something, and I don't think you would have made that up. I'll go real.
0: Oh, you heard me say wondery. I said toastery. Oh, famous toastery. To- toastery bowl.
1: The famous toastery bowl? Is toastery a thing?
0: Ah, I'm going to say real. And she's right. Yes. She's an industry professional, ladies and gentlemen. Bonus points if you can guess the teams. I'll give you a hint. One of them, one of our dearly beloved colleagues went to. And he... Mary, I know we work
1: with 600 different <laughs> athletes. What are you talking okay. about?
0: Okay. Uh, well, he wasn't an athlete there. And... Okay. It's Western Kentucky and Old Dominion. Jay okay, Harris. <laughs> I didn't too. know what like clue to give you. Okay. So you're two for two. This is the tiebreaker, L. All
1: right,
0: okay. No, actually, you're, you're three and one. No, wait. You didn't
1: give me wasabi, so I'm two for two. This is the tiebreaker. You're two for two. You're two for two. Okay.
0: This bowl is actually sponsored by um, actually an NBA player for the first time. Okay. Is it real or is it fake? The bowl, bowl, bowl. Right. <laughs> the bull, bull, I know you bowl. just wanted to get that
1: punchline in. It's fantastic. It's so good. It's so I should funny. have known it was going to be fake with the setup. I was like, an NBA player. There it is.
0: Bull, 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 bull. Yeah, wouldn't that be so funny, though, That would be incredible. If he was like, this would actually be super awesome and good for the brand if I sponsored a bowl yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, was the wasabi industry? Yeah, it costs and the av- a
1: lot of money to sponsor a bowl game. I'm not really sure. Bowl bowl is he has the kind of money where he could just trick off like that. Like that feels like something LeBron James would do for fun. Like this I got tricking off long. money. This is hilarious. Let me see. Let me just do this for a sec. You know, like like Shits Creek, like buying Shits Creek. because yeah. it's hilarious. You know, that doesn't yeah, feel like no, something Bowl Bowl would do. He seems much more, um, you know, smart with his money.
0: Yeah. Uh, the Wasabi industry. They're good for it. And obviously the avocado industry is good for it. They have their own bowl game and you know, it costs $6,000 for a bag of avocados Correct. these days. So yeah, you gotta, you gotta have some money if you're trying to get and be part of one of these 43 sponsored bowls.
1: <laughs> well, good luck to everybody in their respective bowls. Said, so, wait, did I win? Yep. Yeah, I won. Cause I got